everyone who thought listening to this podcast would be a good idea. This is Director's Advocate. A completely original and in no way, quote-unquote, late-to-the-party podcast where we listen to, you know, a couple of smaller movies, each other's opinions on those movies. We watch the movies before the episode, of course. You know, just niche stuff. You know, like The Last Jedi. And we try to determine the actual quality of the movie in the only way movie buffs know how. By arguing about them. I'm Sam Clayton, your main host, and with me here are my co-host, Gavin Allred, a uh, movie guy extraordinaire. He's good I'm at, the movie guy. He's That's good me. at talking about movies. That's why he's here. And our guest, yeah. Connor LaPlante. Yeah, I hate movies. <laughs> Except yeah, for the good ones. Those ones are good. That's why he's here, folks. Nobody hates movies more than movie fans. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, these guys are here because of the because of their hot takes like that. We love movies and we hate movies. It's a love and hate relationship, you know. Yeah, it's very abusive. I want out. <laughs> exactly. Just like my parents' relationship. Hey, can relate. <laughs> I'm staying out of that. <laughs> the movie that we're talking about today is. You know, you might have heard of it if you're, like, a super fan for DC stuff. You know, it's not likely, but uh, it's called Suicide Squad. Starring little guys like Will Smith, Margot Robbie, lesser the known. guy who played El Diablo. Um, hey, you can't diss on the guy that played El Diablo. He did a pretty good job. I mean, yeah, yeah no, okay that's, that's true. He did a good job. He was one of, like, two good actors in the whole movie. Yeah, Will Smith and El Diablo guy. Anyway... Let's just have everybody go around and give their opinions. Um, Gavin, what did you think of this movie? Well, um, it's probably the worst comic book movie ever. Um, uh, so the reason it's terrible is because David F. Marvel Ayer, he really just... They they dropped the ball in this movie, man. This, this whole movie should not have been made the way it was made. I just want to get some... Quick little gripes out. All right, well, we, we have time. we'll have time for that later. Yeah. So, Connor, what do you think of this movie? This movie was absolutely spectacular. If we're talking about how Will Smith did. Everybody else sucked. Except for El Diablo guy. Can't diss on my man. El Diablo guy. That's really, fair. Really brought home the... All right. Now we get to the part of the movie that makes this really interesting. Normally, we'd all be in complete agreement on this. But because we're listening to a, you're listening to a podcast, somebody's got to have a different opinion. This week... That someone is me. So I'm going to be defending Suicide Squad against my better judgment, your better judgment, and everybody's morals ever, including people who usually love horrible movies. Every Everybody hated this movie is what I'm trying to say, except I'm going to have to defend it. So that's going to be fun. Um, I'll be playing what we're saying, director's advocate, just normally would be called devil's advocate. Say so yeah, I don't like this movie, but I'll be talking about its merits today against... Again, my better judgment. So for those of you who are somehow completely unaware of Suicide Squad, I'll just give you a quick little synopsis from IMDb. It feels good to be bad. Assemble a team of the world's most dangerous and incarcerated supervillains. Provide them with the most powerful arsenal at the government's disposal, unless you're Captain Boomerang, and send them off on a mission to defeat an enigmatic, insuperable entity. I read that perfectly. Insuperable entity. Great voiceover. Wow, so U.S. Really intelligence officer Amanda Waller has determined only a secretly convened group of disparate, despicable individuals with next to nothing to lose will do. Except Deadshot. He has so much to lose. However, once they realized they weren't picked to succeed but chosen for their patent culpability when they inevitably failed, 
Will the Suicide Squad resolve to die, try, or decide it's every man for himself? Except, like, half of the Suicide Squad is female. So, also not really. Written by people. Yeah. No, even the, even the plot summary is bad. I mean, to be fair, though, every plot summary is bad. Like, if you just go on Netflix and look at, like, the plot summary of any movie, you're just like, God, that sounds awful. Except for the cuties plot summary. <laughs> we, we don't talk <laughs> that was spot on. That was accurate. <laughs> we don't talk about that movie here. All right. Um, let's just get started with the debate. I'm going to give some preliminary rules, and then we'll just get into it. So, how this is going to work is that the person playing director's advocate, or devil's advocate, will make one point with a three-minute time limit about why the movie is good, and whoever dislikes the movie, one or two people, will have two minutes to rebut. Then, one person who doesn't like the movie will make a point, again, with that three-minute time limit, and whoever dis- disagrees with them can rebut whether or not they support the movie, too. One or two people can rebut based on how strongly they feel, and points will stop being made after everyone's made two points or until they feel that they have nothing else to say. With that, let's get started with you, Connor, as you're our guest for, the, for this episode. Okay, well, to get me started, like, Will Smith as an actor is just great. I don't think I've ever seen a movie where I've hated him. Like, Men in Black, for me, was just my childhood favorite movie. I remember my grandfather sitting me down and being like... We're going to watch this movie, Sonny, and you're going to like it. And then we continued to watch one and three over and over and over again for years and years and years. Somehow, I grew to love the movie. Don't know how, don't know why, but it was great. Mostly because of Will Smith and the other guy whose name I could never remember. But everybody else in Suicide Squad, just they did not fit the roles at all. Except for El Diablo guy. El Diablo guy did great, as I've said before. Props to El Diablo guy. El Diablo guy. Can't, can't say how good he was enough. <laughs> He was yeah, great. We're, I mean, we're beating, we can't we're beating this dead horse. He did. He fit the the profile. Like I can't remember the bad guy name, but like El Diablo guy just fits the persona so well, and the actor himself just plays it so well. He just gives that figure, the frame, everything he does, every action he does. You could just tell that that is him. Like he gives heart to that character. But the directors failed in every other way, shape, and form. I mean. Really? Like, every other actor you decided to pick for the freaking characters were just god-awful. Like, they did not display the character sense at all. I didn't love any of the characters, and I didn't see them as any of, like, the... Like, if I were to imagine, like, my dream list of characters, it would not be them, ever. Like, ugh. But yeah, that's why I hated the movie so much. The actors were just... "Mm." Fair enough. Fair point, yeah. All right. Um... I guess I'm going to start the timer for the rebuttal if you're done talking. Are you done? Yes. Okay. I just really hated the actors. You know what? <laughs> That's totally fair, even though you were mostly That boomerang actors. guy, though. The boomerang actor, he was the worst by far. I just don't even I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm, all I'm going to say, starting rebuttal, all I'm going to say about your point there, Gavin, Slipknot. Oh, Slipknot. The best best character. Yeah, clearly the DC. best character in the movie. But anyway, you Connor, you've essentially made one of my points for me. Sorry, uh, we have a person in the background who's actually got something that's kind of part of my rebuttal. In that... <laughs> True <laughs> statement, Marjorie one, Robert is hot! <laughs> one of the actors that you failed to talk about, Margot Robbie, for the version of the character that they wrote, she did a good job. Even though that was a horrible version of the character, I, I can't say that it wasn't. Uh, she did a good job with the, with the stuff she was handed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I just can't rebut anything else. The cage scene. Does everybody here remember the cage scene? Like, everybody else had, like, a somewhat normal, like, cell. Yeah. And then there's just her. They gave her a freaking cage. 
She's What's a with that? Don't they hate her or something? Like, like what? what didn't is that? she put five men in the hospital or whatever she said? And Why for some she... reason, they're still in there. Yeah, exactly. Like, here, have this huge sense. cage. Well, here's Killer Croc with his yeah. tiny sewer. Anyway, anyway, I'm just going. I'm just going to keep rebutting here and saying that even though some of the actors didn't do a good job, the ones that they focused on the most were the best actors. Think about it. the characters with the most development, and the only characters with any backstory shown are the characters who do a good job. Will Smith, you know, you get that subplot about his daughter, and you get, you know, how he's doing these hits and that kind of thing. And he does a good job because he's essentially just kind of being himself, except a killer. And it really it works because he's one of the characters with the most screen time by far. And El Diablo, another character with development, he's another one of the only characters who they show any backstory, and that actor nails it. Margot Robbie is also there. And I have nothing else to say, and time is up. Yeah. All right, so I'll be, I'll be making my first point. Just got to set the timer. Because there are rules. And let's there talk about how rules. Batman, real quick, let's talk about how Batman just beats up Will Smith right in front of his daughter. Like, Batman wouldn't do that. He would wait... Until like any other time to Batman's beat the guy. That's a good up. person. <laughs> I don't yes. know. I don't know. A, a superhero that wears black and only comes out at night. I mean, that sounds like the bad version of Santa Claus. I me. mean, sure, he's morally gray, but he's a vigilante. But like, <laughs> he's not gonna. That's not something he would really be. We really do. This is Ben Affleck, the more the psychologically weakest version of Batman. So it's not he, he's pathetic. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk more about that when we do Batman versus Superman. If we ever do Batman oh, versus God. Superman, we definitely will do. We Batman have to. Superman. I mean, you yeah. can't you can't say yeah, that and then us not do it. Anyway, I'm gonna make my first point now. So my point number one: Will Smith does an incredible job in this movie. He is a shining beacon in. Honestly, most of the movies he's in, just look at Aladdin or, like, Shark Tale or whatever. Shark Tale. He <laughs> always is good. Except for when he's not, but we're not going to get into that. Just Deadshot is one of the characters that people will recognize the most in this movie. Because a lot of people coming in, into this are going to be Batman fans, and Deadshot is essentially a Batman villain. Now, the reason it works so well is, honestly, Will Smith's Deadshot is also really faithful to the comics in a lot of ways um apart from apart from skin color it's super faithful like his costume the way he acts in general the whole family thing actually does not just come from suicide squad like he does have other motives than just killing in comics and that works really well he's a family guy he yes he's a family guy and not the terrible not the terrible tv show I mean, I have a question. Is he like a ripoff Deadpool, or is like who came first? That's who I want to know. Because when I see either of them, I'm like, well, I mean, they're super similar in their aspects, and from what I know about both their backstories, well, Deadpool is the ripoff of Deathstroke. Oh, yeah, Deadpool ripped off Deathstroke, who is not the same character, and also, but they all they all use guns and swords and stuff, and it's just. It's a little bit confusing sometimes, yeah. Yes, I don't understand the Marvel DC universe at all. Yeah, Jay Hernandez, the guy who played El Diablo, also does a fantastic job. He really plays a broken man. He doesn't want to be there. He makes that clear. And he does it in a way that's subtle enough to work, but clear enough to really show his character development towards the end. It gets a little bit rushed, but there's a lot of movies that don't end up having the right amount of time. You know, whether it's too long or too short, Suicide Squad does tend to fall into this a little bit towards the end, but Jay Hernandez and Will Smith 
do just absolutely incredible jobs. And you can't discount the amount of screen time they had, which actually made this movie tolerable. And I don't have anything else to say about that. So let's just get into the rebuttal. All right, I'll go ahead and offer my rebuttal. All right, go for it. So, you know, I think, yeah, Will Smith, he really, he really did a good job just playing himself, honestly. But the only part where I couldn't stand to see him on screen was when he was interacting with other characters. Because all the other characters are god-awful. I cannot stress that enough. That, oh, my gosh. David Ayer really, really dropped the ball on this one. Like, I thought they couldn't get any worse than Batman versus Superman. I thought Zack Snyder was really... He was the one who drove DC in the, into the ground, but... I mean, he did, though. He did. But then David Ayer comes and screws it up even more. They were the nail on the coffin for the DCU. They really... Uh, yeah, just... But I... Back to Deadshot and his, the characters' interactions. None of the characters are likable. Like, yeah, you don't, but you don't like Will Smith's character. You're not supposed to, I guess, but I guess they tried to do the Tony Stark thing where he's the unlikable protagonist who kind of matures throughout the movie and becomes a better person. That That's clearly not what they were going for. And it, and, but. Maybe they should have because they failed in every aspect. Let's talk about Killer Croc for a second. Okay, now we're done talking about Killer Croc because he has no nothing to do with this whole movie. He does nothing. You could cut him out of every scene of this movie and you'd have the same movie just without Killer Croc. And you would have been out nothing. And he... <laughs> yeah, and um, let's talk about Captain Boomerang. He robs banks. <laughs> he hates the Flash. Um, he's Australian. He throws boomerangs. He throws boomerangs. <laughs> okay, so how, what? Okay, my why would the government hire a man who throws boomerangs? Who's from Australia? Who's from Australia? That's Shout a foreign out to all country. My boys. He's not even an American citizen, the but he's still being forced into service by the U.S. government. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. To fight. To fight other dimensional beings of cosmic proportion. Just let my man rob his bank. God. He just wants to rob banks. He has... It's been... He said time and time again, he's made it plainly clear that these guys, they don't give a shit about saving the world. They just want out. Captain Boomerang literally says... I'm dipping, and then, and then, uh, love it. I'm dipping. Slipknot. Let's talk. uh, Yeah. So Slipknot's the thing. He he's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm a dip too. And so Slipknot, the man who could climb anything, that's his whole. That's his gimmick. He can climb anything, and he goes. You know, he does his thing. He climbs a boom. Just his head explodes the second he climbs something. The first time. First time we see him climb something, his head just explodes. Guess he couldn't climb anything. What a great character! <laughs> what a great job, David Ayer. I mean, really. You always... <laughs> don't you don't you guys just love Slipknot's intro, where he gets thrown out of the car, and that's it. I mean, he just gets thrown out of the car and then he dies. This that's is the man. That's Slipknot, the man who could climb anything. Well, Will Smith, 
That was poorly aged. That didn't age very well, did it? Because he can't climb anything. Because when he climbs something, he he gets blown up. You gotta be alive to climb, folks. You All can't. right, with that, with that, let's translate into Gavin's first point because we went way over time, but it was it was worth it. It was, yeah. But just my point is the characters are unlikable. They all they're just awfully, except for my boy Diablo. Mm. Shout out to my boy Diablo. Respect, respect Diablo. <laughs> Anyways, other than Diablo and Will Smith, who's just kind of doing his own thing, he's be, he's just playing himself. All the characters suck. And that's that's really my biggest point. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to be representing this movie, but I, I can't not say something here. Every character's arc, besides El Diablo and Will Smith, is paper thin. Harley Quinn's bad. She wants to be with Joker. Now she's bad and wants to be with Joker. Well, what's that? There was a helicopter crash. Now she thinks Joker's dead, but she's still bad and wants to be with Joker. And yeah, over-sexualized for some reason. That's, I, that was not great. I think this is a really good time. Scene. <laughs> this might be a, a good moment to transition into the my personal... I've been anticipating this part of the podcast the most. Let's go ahead and talk about Joker, shall we? Oh, Jared no. Leto. Oh, God, Joker. No. The runner-up to the absolute legend, Heath Ledger. He's, he's following... He's got some massive shoes to fill. I'm just saying, Mark Hamill, Jared Leto, you know, these are... Yes, These Jared Leto definitive. needs to fill Jared Leto's shoes. They're the greats. Oh, wait, did He's I say Jared Leto's He's got some really twice? big clown shoes to fill. <laughs> and not just because of the character. <laughs> he does, yeah. And uh, so the only... My biggest gripe with Jared Leto's character is that I couldn't really tell whether or not he was damaged. I wish there was some kind of indicator. Oh, you mean like... like some, sort of, some sort of subtle message to tell us that he was damaged. Like... Like a tattoo, maybe. That's just kind of my thought that I have. I'm sorry, I can't Man, keep. Don't, don't you love how the tattoos? Just... Let's talk about the tattoos. He's <laughs> okay. hideous. Like, why did you? Why did you... they? They basically took Joker. They made him. They good. took all the good parts of the Joker, and they did the exact opposite of all that. And then they made Jared Leto, and Jared Leto. And then Jared Leto proceeded to do method acting. You know, he, you know, method acting, we're all kind of familiar with that. It's kind of where you try to get into, into the characters. You're in the bit. character kind of 24-7, even off screen, just to kind of, like Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger did some good. You'd see him walking around, mumbling to himself around the set in his trailer and stuff. That could have, that, whether or not that was method acting is debatable. But, you know, he did a great job. He really, he really sold the character. So then Jared Leto sees this and is like, oh, yeah, well, I got to one-up this guy, obviously. Um, so he proceeds to send um, dead creatures and use condoms to his, um, I'm not kidding, his co-workers, his, his fellow actors. They receive these things from Jared Leto. My co-workers were bad. And they call that method acting. That's not acting. That's just being... A creep. Yeah. I can't rebut. <laughs> At least not that's, a Joker part. Yeah, the Joker, I think that's pretty solid. We can all kind of agree that Jared Leto was portrayed horribly. And then there's the 
Then there's the hunka hunka part, which you know, yeah, I don't like it at all. They tried to make him like this scary, I guess, mob boss kind of this intimidating presence. All they got was like weirdly sexual Joker. We had this one just scene constant. where he was like circling this one guy in a chair, just breathing really heavily, like ah, just just ah. purring in his general direction. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's the plot. Which is completely separate. Jared Leto, the Joker doesn't have anything to do with the plot. So while all this is going on, while the plot stuff is happening, then you, you kind of uh, cut to Joker making weird noises and... Being a creep. Being a... Yeah, being a creep. So I guess he was playing the character after all. <laughs> I suppose. It's just... Uh, yeah. Not my favorite Joker, gotta say. Yeah, no, I, really I see I see what you're coming from. Um, and I will say, the one thing, the two things that make Jared Leto's Joker potentially better are not in Suicide Squad. They're the Robin suit in Batman vs. Superman and the fact mm-hmm. that he's going to be in the Snyder Cut of Justice League. If they can do anything better with Joker in those, like giving us Joker, then I think that'll be, like, halfway to redemption. Yeah, just a quick note, I really do hope they dive further in depth of the death of Jason Todd and how that's affected Batman in the Snyder Cut, and I think the Joker could definitely play a good part in that if they make him right. I I don't really blame Jared Leto, to be honest. Like, he's a good actor. Obviously, the whole method acting thing, that really... That was definitely on him, I think. Nobody really asked him to do that. I doubt David Ayer was like... Jared, my guy, come here. I gotta have you. Gotta have you send in these. Got these a box of used condoms. Some dead rats here as well. Um, just send these. Go ahead and send these to good pal Margot Robbie. Oh, jeez, David. I don't think this is a good idea. I mean, do it, boy. This is Suicide Squad. You can't go all in without going all in. Okay, David. I. I don't know. I, I guess I will. Dude, trust me, Jared. Just people are going to eat this up. The news outlets, they're going to they're going to love this. They're going to Don't you think it'll be a little controversial? <laughs> oh, you poor fool. Walks out. I yeah. just I just really want to see like their reactions when they, like they open like with the letters or whatever and just see a dead rat. Just like imagine opening face. a box. <laughs> what what are you supposed to do? What what are you supposed to do in that scenario? Just like, oh, that's a dead rat. <laughs> Connor, why don't you make your next point? Okay. So point number one. Like I said, you we'll mean point number two. Point number two. Eh, close enough. Numbers, math. Ugh, hard. Anyway, point number two. Will Smith as an actor is great. He portrays his character great. Every other character interaction that they have with him, though, like Gavin said, is sickening. I mean, just as a whole, that character, I feel like I don't know a lot about the DC universe, but when I watch that movie, I feel like he should just hate everyone. He, no interaction, nothing. He should just straight up ignore him, and that's not what happens, and that's sad. I don't like that. I feel like he should have just had absolutely nothing to do with him. He should have gone completely somewhere. And I mean, to a point, he kind of did, but like... If he would have just gone off and they would have had, like, this separate arc as, like, another movie, I feel like that would have been a little bit cooler compared to, hey, let's throw in a good story and throw it with a whole bunch of crappy stories that we're not going to elaborate on at all. Let's throw them in with Boomerang Boy and over-sexualized Wonder Woman or whatever. I, God, it was awful. Completely abysmal. And to just add on to that a little bit, at the end, near the end of the movie, the El Diablo guy 
he goes he tells the he tells the the suicide squad you guys are the only family i've got like what are you what he gets negative hey, you, you've only the only interactions we've seen is you guys just yelling at each other yelling at each other and <laughs> insulting each other like we've you've known these people for a day Adding on to that, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to point out real quick: there, he has two interactions with other characters in this movie: getting negged by Will Smith so that he uses his firepowers, and getting yelled at by Margot Robbie because he accidentally killed his whole family in a tragic, you know, fire, and he regrets it and will never stop regretting it. Actually, he, I guess, technically, he, he doesn't regret it anymore because because he's dead. You yeah, he dies. So never mind. He does stop regretting it eventually. Technically, rip my boy Diablo. But Harley Quinn, like freaking, tells him that he's a bad. Basically, tells him, "Hey, you're a bad person for regretting this. We all have trauma. You're not special. Just go die or something. I don't know." And and then he's like, "Oh yeah. gosh, we've gone really cr- close, guys. I think I really <laughs> sense a connection here. You know, we're family. Because <laughs> that's how human interaction works." I am. I will say though, I'm gonna now argue with myself and you two, and say that he probably has some attachment issues because of this whole family thing, and he's probably just gotten really attached without any real reason to these guys for just because you know he doesn't have anybody else in his life. So I can kind of see where they were going with that, but at the same time, I had to read way too deeply into that to even try to make that connection. So. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they portray it very well. Yeah, that's definitely one way to look yeah. at it. But like I like yeah, like you mentioned, David Ayer, he didn't even like bother to touch on that, not even a little bit. He basically just was like, "Hey, you guys, make something up, make up some excuses to why this movie is good." And people did it. There are some. Not everyone hates this movie, believe it or not. Some people really, really like this movie. <laughs> My sister. <laughs> and you know. People will defend this movie, and we're not trying to we're not trying to bag on anybody's opinions here. Except I the am. movie sucks, guys. Except we are. <laughs> I'll say it for you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Genuinely, if you like this movie, explain to me why you like it, so I can calmly explain to you why you're wrong and why you can't like it. All right, I'll set up an email for the show where. You know, if somebody listens to this, they can argue with you. Uh, we're all just joking here, guys. We're just... It's all... It's all... all right. Oh, I'm not. My sister likes that movie, and I... Ugh. Oh, you want to oh, know no. why she oh, likes that was it, a though? joke. That wasn't a joke, Chip? No, that wasn't oh, a no. joke. Oh, boy. <laughs> she I... really likes the movie, strictly because of what's-her-face or whatever, and she's all like, oh, my God, she's so cool, Harley Margo, Quinn, uh. Margot Robbie. And I'm like, the entire movie's bad, no. There's a whole generation of little girls growing up thinking that that's what Harley Quinn is as it, a character. Yeah, that is not Harley Quinn. Like, in one of her first appearances in, you know, when she was created, Batman the Animated Series, she gets hit on by, uh, you know, a guy in the police force, uh, Harvey Bullock, I think, yeah, he's like a detective. He get, she, she gets hit on by him, and she, like, stomps on his foot and then, like, knees him in the stomach or something and calls him a jerk and keeps walking. Like, that's, you know, Harley Quinn is not just, like, something to stare at while Will Smith talks in the background. Well, it sounds but, like you made it to first base to me. Yeah, and you have that whole shot of Harley Quinn getting dressed, and that's clearly just David Ayer kind of being self-indulgent. He says, it's for, it's for the fans. It's for the fans, guys. <laughs> yeah, a certain type of fandom. It's for the fans. The Wattpad fans. 
who go up and write fan fictions. Those type of... I mean, if, if that's who you're referring to, then yeah, sure, it's for the fans. All right, really this the- doesn't lead at all into my next point, so thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Suicide Squad is, for its innumerable flaws as a movie, as a piece of artwork, as anything... Artwork. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm artwork, using quotations like, here, you can't see, but That's if artwork. I were to make a painting and be like, this is the Mona Lisa. That's, that's the equivalent of this movie. I know, it's yeah. got a ridiculous amount of flaws, but in spite of all those flaws... It's a tolerable watch. Like, this is one of the few movies that we'll ever talk about on this show. That doesn't make me cry. That I would be willing to rewatch. And, and that might mostly be, be, be because of Will Smith, but I would be willing to rewatch it. Um, but, like, even with all those issues, honestly, tell me, were you still willing to watch the movie at? At closest to the end, were you still saying, "Okay, well, I mean, I was willing to watch it, and I'd still be like, sure, whatever, if if it was the only option." Would you be I willing mean, to watch it? If I it was had the only to because I watched it, and then Sam comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, Connor, by the way, the first movie you're going to be going into is Suicide Squad," and I'm like, "Oh, great, I but get to rewatch that." You were I did do it. it. I was rewilling to watch it, but you know what? I'm also rewilling to rewatch. Avatar: The Last Airbender. You, you don't even. I'm not start. willing to rewatch that. No, I'm oh not, God. I'm not, I'm no sorry. way. I will not be rewatching that. it for this podcast. I remember solo it episode, just me. I got this. Yeah, no, just just Connor. You're you're alone on this. one. I'll diss on that because oh, it's so bad. You're alone on this one, man. Yeah, that might be an episode like this one where we don't have somebody play Devil's Advocate. We just kind of diss on it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's yeah. talk back to the back to Suicide Squad, guys. You're really off topic here, but <laughs> yeah. But like, am I wrong in saying that it's one of those movies that you're still willing to rewatch? Oh, definitely. I, I'm sh- I'm sure if I had like a gun to my head, then I'd be like begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, <laughs> I'd, I'd be I'd be okay. I'd, I'd give it a try. I'd give it a try. I'd give it a fair shot. Also, Waller in this movie. Here's the thing. This is actually another thing I'm saying in support of the movie, but Waller is pretty accurate to how she is in comics and in other media. She is a conniving, really just horrible, manipulative person who does, you know, whatever she thinks is necessary, whether or not it's, you know, moral. That's something that they nailed. And, like, I just think that, yeah, that's one of the characterizations that they did really well, was Waller is willing to push anything she wants to any limit she wants in order to get what she wants. I mean, I that think we kind like of got mom. that. I think we kind of gathered that. I don't think we really had to see her shoot a full room of FBI was, agents. I forgot about that until you mentioned it, actually. Yeah, that was... Sad. Maybe that, that kind of destroys the whole moral ambiguity. That oh, kind of just is, makes her evil. Here's the thing. No, she is totally an evil character. They don't even... It, like, that actually is kind of accurate to other yeah. media. She is not even morally ambig- ambiguous. She does horrible things all the time. But she does it for the right reasons. Not really. Kills four FBI agents for the right reasons. Yeah, exactly. Next to an end. Have you not seen current politics? <laughs> I mean, I know that there was, I know that, you know, a bunch of protesters that are attacking the Senate building at the time of recording this, but I don't think that it, that's, I don't think that means it's for the right reasons, folks. 
They didn't like Suicide Squad either. I <laughs> They're all, we hate Suicide Squad. Come on, Senate, take it off. Yeah. Ah! I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. Liberal, conservative, black, white, male, female. We can all agree. This movie is ass. <laughs> Brings us all together. You know, bad movies. There's a there's a certain there's a certain light to them. You know, they bring everybody can kind of come together and agree that you know this is god awful. This is trash. Okay. So essentially, what we're going to do is we're just everybody's just going to give a rating out of ten stars instead of five because five stars isn't enough. Uh, you're allowed to go into the negatives, but I'd save that for movies like The Last Airbender. Oh, God, no. Even the name makes me <laughs> shiver. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, again, I'm just going to follow, you know, we're just going to start with a guest as as per the, the new norm. Uh, Connor, out of 10 stars, how would you rate Suicide Squad? Suicide Suicide. Oh, God, I can't speak. Suicide Squad, for me, is a good 3.5 stars. Two stars because of Will Smith, one star because of Fire Guy. El Diablo, mad respect. Everybody else, though, kind of just made it bad, and the director was just absolute failure. So, yeah, yeah that's fair. 3.5 stars. All right, Gavin. I give it one star, half a star, because El Diablo Guy, respect. Um, another star, half a star, because it's just, you can get some good laughs, like, just out of how bad it is, ironically, but... That that only amounts to half a star. It's not it's not so bad. It's good. It's really just so bad. It's bad, and so that's I'm, kind of one star. I think out of ten, that's pretty fair. All right, I'm gonna do the controversial thing here. I'm gonna give it four stars. Out of ten. <laughs> no got here. I know. I'm gonna give it four stars wow. out of ten. Get out of here. Man. Mostly because, like, I just really love everything that they did with Deadshot as a character. Like, and I just really, really liked what they did with Deadshot. Just that family dynamic and the fact that there was a version of Batman in this, even if it's the pathetic one. It was just straight up sad. I mean, like, Batman alone, even if it's a version I don't like, that's an automatic star. Most like of Batman the time. here on the podcast. We're going to talk about Batman a lot, so... You yeah, don't, don't worry about that, folks. You will get... So sick of it, but we'll we'll try to space it we'll out. We'll get plenty of Batman. We'll we'll try to space <laughs> it out as best we can. Um, so I think. Oh yeah, Bat- Batman's our next guest, by the way. Yeah, didn't mention, I Batman. forgot to mention that. Yeah, no, he. Uh, yeah, no, he actually. Um, right outside the studio right now. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's been here the whole time. He's I'm, just kind of shy. I'm actually I'm actually really nervous. He's he's just been staring at me just the whole staring time. Just staring at Stan dead in the eyes. Yeah, sorry, sorry if I've seemed a little a little bit distracted. Sometimes like I'll kind of start talking and then oh he's he's doing it again, guys. Help. It's just Batman. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hi Batman. <laughs> Cue the outro music. If we have outro music, keep that in. <laughs> oh, you poor fool.